Hey friend, the number one question people ask me is how do you maintain good habits? Not how you start them, not how you write them down, not how you envision them, but how do you keep going once you decide you're going to start a good habit? That's what I want to talk to you about today. If you're new to me, my name is Cynthia, and I'm the writer at SimplyCynthia.com, where we spread hope online, one word at a time, since 2003. Yep, this is a big year for us, and I'm so glad that I get to celebrate with you. Sometimes it's not about how you start your habits, but it is about how you sustain them. So let's have a conversation about that. Starting is fun. We're still in January at the time of this recording, and there's something good about starting. There are even fun and scientific names such as the fresh start effect. I was sharing that with my children the other day, how there's something about Monday, something about morning, something about January. It gets people excited about starting to do the things. And this month is all about starting. I'm not sure if you realize that, but here's the problem. Not everybody finishes. So I wanted to share with you the number one question that people ask me is how do you sustain the healthy habits that you already started this year or the ones that you want to start, okay? So here is my first word of advice. Break it down into small steps. We can all dream big and we all want to accomplish those things. And I'm here to tell you that I believe you can. I believe you will. But we should not start big. Like you dream big when you don't start big. You break your goals into small steps because it will guarantee that you won't get overwhelmed too quickly. The 50 pounds are not going to disappear by tomorrow. If it does, there's something really wrong. The PhD is not going to be given to you by tomorrow. So we have to start by researching what is the correct, the best school for us that has the best advisor that will lead us into earning this degree. The promotion is not going to happen tomorrow. Usually, there's some groundwork that we have to do in order to get there. So I want you to break it down into small steps. Can you identify the smallest first step that you can take in order to reach your goal? This is an extra thing. Be okay with doing this process of breaking things down over and over and over again. Some seasons you have to do that daily. You know, it's not one of those things where you set it and forget it. You might have to wake up and say, all right, so how can I break down my goal into small steps today, this week, this month? Okay. The second thing I want to tell you is that in order to sustain your healthy habits, you can find accountability. That's another thing that I suggest. I heard someone say that if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. The right people will help you account for your ability to do the task you set out to do. They're going to both encourage you and they will push you to keep going. A little bit more about accountability. So my favorite definition is someone who accounts for your ability to do the thing, okay? 
This is not somebody that is going to belittle you. This is not somebody that's going to point out all your faults, but they're really going to encourage you to do something that they know you're able to do. The next logical question is, Sincha, where do I find these people? And it can be a variety of places, but the number one thing to do is not to wait for them before you start doing the thing. Usually when you sign up for the Bible study, your mentors will be there. Usually when you sign up for the gym, there will be coaches there that will help you get in the best shape of your life. So oftentimes these persons will show up as you're already walking on the way. And I know God to be faithful to do that because he's done that a million times in my life. I believe in praying for accountability because not everybody should be your accountability person. Some people should be acquaintances, not accountabilities, because if they're working against you, if your goal is to eat five servings of vegetables a day, but they give you five servings of grease, that's not a good accountability person. We've all had them, nothing against them, nothing against them as people, but those can be acquaintances, but not accountability people. So prayer is important, discernment is important, but the courage to take the first step, to me, it is primary when you're trying to reach your goal, okay? The next thing I wanted to tell you about sustaining healthy habits is to watch your words. What? <laughs> yes, watch your words. Here's a quote that has so touched my heart um, this week. Sometimes the vocabulary we hide behind is also the jail cell we choose to live in. I'm going to say it again because I like it so much. It's by Donato Russo. Sometimes the vocabulary we hide behind is also the jail cell we choose to live in. I couldn't agree more with this quote because I'm convicted that my vocabulary allows me to be where I am. And this is not about being mystical. This is not about being name it and claim it. For example, when I was going through college and through graduate school, I honestly did not say, I'm the worst student here. I'll never leave it here. Actually, when I was going to college, I got smart really quickly. Once I got a hold of the language, um, I grew up speaking Portuguese, so I had to learn English. Um, I got to learn English in three months and pass all my English exam tests and come to college and then adapt to the language. So I never really said I'm the worst English speaking person here in this place. My words were positive and I was actually planning on getting a master's degree before I had my bachelor's degree. So those words and the mindset allow me to live what I'm experiencing right now, which is I'm a person that has been blessed to have a master's degree, right? So, and we have to really think through the words that we say about ourselves um, when nobody's watching, the words that don't even come out of our mouths, but they live in our hearts and they live in our heads. So it is very important to watch our vocabulary because they might create palaces and they might create jail cells. So the choice is yours. The choice is yours. So just make sure that when you are setting those goals, 
watch your vocabulary. And um, your vocabulary really comes from your heart. It is a heart thing. And I was reading today on the One Year Bible um, how the mouth speaks those words that come from our heart. So it's very important to do some heart work as you're working on your goals, okay? It's going to help you. It's going to set you up. And again, even if, th if things don't go as planned, why not have a headspace that's filled with encouragement, that is filled with gratitude, with words of peace, words of appreciation, and words of love for who God made us to be on the way where, to where we're going, okay? So just think about your words. Last but not least, how do you sustain healthy habits? Well, wash, rinse, dry, and repeat. I learned this at Weight Watchers. Um, every now and then a person tells a coach, oh, I tracked all my food, and I went for three walks and I lost weight and I'm so happy about this and I drank a lot of water this week. So the coaches would say, wash, rinse, repeat, meaning like why mess with something that works? Like do it again next week, you know? And partly it is true, partly is because you have to encourage people to kind of keep up with those good habits, you know? But I, <laughs> I put dry in there because it makes more sense. And also because we were doing laundry when I was writing this. Um, by the way, these notes are going to be on my blog, simplesinture.com, so you can read it. You can share it with your friends. But back to wash, rinse, dry, and repeat. What does that have to do with keeping um, with healthy habits? Well, I learned a while ago that I have to be okay with repetition if I want to continue to work towards my goal. That was one season in my life, I think it was before I had kids, so it had to be a good 16 years ago. I looked at my schedule and I looked at everything that I was doing and I said, wow, I keep repeating things over and over again. So you have to be okay with repetition. I remember when I finally got rid of paper clutter from my life, which is something that I used to struggle with big time until I found a system. But before I found a system that works all the time. I have found something temporarily that worked. Okay. And then I looked at my clean counters and my clean everything from paper clutter. And I said, wow, I'm going to have to repeat this process over and over and over again. And 16 years later, I'm here to tell you it's completely worth it because I really don't want to, um, go back to living with clutter is just not the best lifestyle for me. But when it comes to my health, you know, I have to be okay repeating the work that I'm doing in order to live a healthy life and to reach my goals. I'm a writer, so I have to show up and I have to write another page. And I try not to be so in love with the pages that I wrote and with the blog posts I wrote, and with the podcast that I recorded, because guess what? There's more content to be done and to be created. So I have to show up and write all over again. I have to lace up and go for another run. I worked out this morning, and I tell you, it was so fun. But guess what? I'm going to go to sleep, 
And tomorrow I'm going to lace up and it's a run day. So I'm going to run again. So you have to be able to show up and run over and over and over again until you reach your goal of running a half marathon or running that 10K in the summer, which is one of my goals this year. So no matter the activity, it needs to get repeated often. Not because it will bring you to perfection, but because it will give you to give you progress. Um, I believe that repetition in this case, you know, which is on purpose, which is intentional, will lead you to make progress towards your goal and you have to be okay with it. I believe that sometimes we get so lazy and annoyed with the process of what we're doing that we sometimes we just stop, you know, and then when you look back two years from now, and you're like, well, I used to, you know, write on my food journal and my health was really good, but then I stopped. Or you say, well, I used to walk three times a week, but then I stopped, you know, so you have to be okay with repetition. And um, repetition doesn't have to be boring. For example, um, you can change a couple of things. Um, let's talk about writing. Um, some writers, I think... Some people like repetition and write, sit writing on the same spot every day. I haven't had the luxury because I'm a wife and mother first. And the kids, everything I've written, like they're always around. So I don't have the luxury of having a quiet retreat in a mountain where birds are singing. There's usually, <laughs> there's usually a lot of noise. So I just learned to deal with it. Obviously, I have also been blessed to be married to my wonderful husband, who sometimes I remember when the kids were tiny, he would say, hey, want to go to the coffee shop for a couple of hours to write. So I would do that. So change kind of helped the repetition not be entirely boring to me. Um, I also learned to turn on playlists. And I have playlists for different types of writing. So if I'm writing in Portuguese, I have this playlist if I'm writing in English, I might just do whatever sound is going on in my house at the time, or I might just try to sit outside. So anyway, repetition doesn't have to be boring. You can change things up. The same thing goes for running. I have been blessed to run by myself and also run with a group. Work out by myself. And lately, I work out in the gym with my friends in the morning. So that change of pace and change of exercise really fits my need of just having something new yet something challenging. So I'd love for you to think about that. I hope that you don't give up on your goals. I know it feels like it's a long, 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 long way from here. And if you're anything like me, sometimes you look at your goals and you're like, what was I thinking? This seems really impossible, but you got this. You can do it. My encouragement for you is that you have to give yourself a chance to succeed. And in order to sustain those habits that you started, just remember to break them down in small steps. Remember to find accountability. Remember to watch your words and wash, rinse, dry, and repeat. This is your friend Sincho with SimpleSincho.com. I will spread hope online one word at a time. Bye.